Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Fair Chase Podcast. Before we start this episode, we're going to again take a little time to thank a little bit of the people who helped make this show possible. First up is 2.0 Gear. Uh, it's a new brand that we just started partnering with. Uh, they make awesome uh, high-end technical uh, hunting clothes, camo. Um, and so they're based in Michigan yep. and a uh, new company. We've tested them for months. I tested them uh, in the whitetail season last year. Great Merino base layers. Yep. Great awesome Merino shells. Yep. Awesome a, new pattern. A great system for going out west, but we'll use it a ton in the, in the whitetail woods too. So really excited to work with them. 2ogear.com. Go check them out. Next up is Worldwide Trophy Adventures. Uh, it's it's an awesome, uh, basically, connection to outfitters all over the world. So as a lot of people know, good hunting ground is really hard to come by. And um, oftentimes, the best way to ensure that you're going to get in a good spot or you may, maybe you need to legally have a guide is to, to go through an outfitter. Mm -hmm. um, and so... As you might know, if you've heard us before, we've had good experiences and bad experiences with outfitters, uh, which means, you know, in order to ensure you're going to have a good experience, you have to do a ton of research. You have to talk to people. It's just a lot of messing around. Worldwide Trophy Adventures, or WTA, does a lot of this work for you at no charge. So by booking your trip through WTA, you can rest assured that you'll be in a good location with a reputable outfitter um, that they've certified and endorsed. If you're looking to book a trip of a lifetime like I am, mm -hmm. uh, just headed to a moose hunt here through WTA, you're going to want to check them out. Uh, go give them a call. Actually, I have the number right here. It's 1-800-346-8747 or check out their website at worldwidetrophyadventures.com. All right, so we love Trophy Line. They offer more than just saddles. Believe it or not, they have their own climbing sticks. They've got platforms. They've got a ton of extra packs. Gear. They've got packs. They've got everything. Knee pads. Everything that you're going to need to be a saddle hunter, they have it. So if you want to start saddle hunting this year and get into the game like everyone else and really love hunting even more, go to Trophy Line. Check it out. Use the code TFC10 to save yourself 10% on that purchase. We're big bow hunters. Uh, sights, quivers, stabilizers, those kind of things are really important if you're going to have a deadly setup. Um, and so we've tried a lot of different companies in the industry and we've kind of figured out that we really like Redline gear the best. So, um, we are shooting their torch sites this yeah, year. It's Joe a, Shore, it's a really cool, one. really cool site. Very, there's a lot of good micro adjustments you can make. You mm -hmm. can customize a lot of the stuff on there really make it your own. The chargeable USB rechargeable yeah, light is really sweet. Cool. Um, and so we're huge fans of their stuff. We use them all the time. It's worth going to check them out. Uh, check out Redline. Use the promo code TFC10 for 10% off your purchase. And uh, let us know what you think. We love them. Did you already shoot a buck this year? Yeah. You got a buck? I mean, I, I wanted to wait till it was recording so you could answer, ask that question. I can answer it in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah I shot two bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm tagged out in yeah. Michigan. Uh, I did that for you. Thank you. Yeah, You're <laughs> we <welcome>. planned that. <laughs> yeah, no, tagged out in Michigan uh, earlier than I've ever done, and so now it's. I'm gonna sh do more doe hunting and stuff here, and a couple other stuff. So yeah, I don't know. I, I'm debating heading down to like Ohio. Um, they've yeah. got a fairly late season, uh, and um, it's just hard to get like a weekend away in December mm -hmm. with everything else that's going on, kids and. Yeah. Stuff. Do you have a place in Ohio that you go? No, this would be just figuring out some place, either public land or seeing if I know somebody down there. And I haven't looked too far into it, but I figured, man, January, my um, my uh, 
vacation days reset. <laughs> so they're all at my disposal. You might as well just right. use them all up in January, you know, yeah. hunting late season. So yeah, I'll, I'll see. I don't, I don't have any connections out there, but I like to try to hunt out of state um, as much as I can too. Yeah. I like out of state hunting. I did a podcast with Ohio with their game state game agency and it's a limited opportunity, but there is opportunity down there and they have a thing, man, I'm probably going to screw this up. I think it's called the OLAP program where you can, it's basically like a daily application to where yep. you, you would apply and then you either get granted access to you know, private property or whatever it is for that day. And then you can apply again that night. And it seemed like a pretty good opportunity if you have time to to dedicate to it. Yeah, it says uh, O-L-H-A-P, uh, the, mm -hmm. o the Ohio Land Owner Hunter Access Partnership Program. It's very similar. Yeah. Uh, Michigan has the Hunter's Access Program. It says it's a new way for Ohio hunters to get access to private properties funded by the federal farm bill under the Voluntary Public Access and habitat incentive program, the VPA HIP. Um, so they give cash to people to let them. Mm -hmm. let it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's great. Sounded like a really good program. And it, it was kind of, I mean, it would like for me coming from New Mexico, I, I wouldn't go out to Ohio just for that because right. it's, it's too uncertain. Uh, but yeah. you're right there in Michigan. You could pop down there and be hunting probably that same day or within a day or two by the, yeah. using that program. It sounded like a good opportunity when I when I talked to him. Just a couple hours, um, yeah, to go south. So yeah, it's maybe I'll check. That's a good idea. The, the Hapland for us in Michigan, um, it's it can be hit or miss, but I've found some places um, in the world, and I I, sh I should maybe I regret even saying that. Uh, so there are people that listen that do know kind of where I go ish. And so mm -hmm. I'll like example, I, I shot one of the bucks I shot this year. Somebody sent me a picture of a Montreal camera, you know, really? which is like kind of weird, you know, it's like, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a bizarre thing. Cause I had never seen the buck that I shot. So this guy, it was clearly better with trail cameras than me and got a Montreal cameras. And yeah, I've had people send me pictures of me, you know, on their trail cameras on out on public cameras? land. Oh, creepy. Uh, it's weird, man. It's, uh, you know, but I guess it happens. So yeah, no, there are good hapland um, properties here in Michigan and we'll, we'll definitely, well, anywhere you can, as long as there's no pressure, uh, it can be little tracks of tiny pieces of land, uh, to, mm -hmm. you know, big giant chunks of like Manistee national forest here, here in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. So Michigan is on my hit list pretty soon to get that podcast recorded and I, I'm excited about it. Not, I mean, I don't really, it, it'll be a while before I get up there, but to learn about any state to me and, and to learn what opportunities are out there is, is pretty cool. I've yeah. been surprised by a few through this little podcast series. There's definitely been a few where I've been surprised and been like, holy cow, I can't even, I had no idea there's that much opportunity there. Right. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I, why don't we cool. take, take a step back and why don't you, you want to introduce yourself and you know, what, yeah, like with this yeah, podcast series yeah. you're talking about, you've been on the, the show before, but, yeah. um, this is a cool project that you're working on. Yeah. So it's a new podcast that I started early this year. I really got busy with it earlier this year. I think I put out a couple episodes really late <laughs> last year, but it's called out of state hunter. Uh, first off I'm, I'm Chad Riker. And for years, I've had a podcast called Backcountry Rookies, and, and that one has been around. And it focuses more on Western 
hunting, right? The backcountry rookies does. And um, out of state hunter, the, the new podcast that I started is ultimately what will focus on all 50 states. And, and the idea behind out of state hunter started because of the state of Idaho. And I don't know if you're familiar with Idaho, but they have a very interesting over the counter process. So you, in, in Idaho, you show up online and you try to buy a tag. Basically, yeah. you buy it over the counter, right? And you get in line. And um, I just dropped a podcast about this, too, about my experience last year, right? I kind of, throughout the whole series, throughout the whole process, I wrote down notes and kind of went through what I was dealing with in that Idaho thing. And then I did a podcast about how painful it was because it took me over eight hours to get a, a license for, for Idaho that day. Oh, just this, every year is crazy for it. Jared <laughs> has tried several yeah. years now. Now yeah. he's got that military deal and yeah. it's not easy and it doesn't go and well ever. Again. Yeah, I'll be in there on Friday. On December 1st, I'll be in there trying again just to see if I get something. But yeah. they, so I didn't know anything about that system when I got into it, right? I had no clue. And then the more that I did the research, I was looking at Idaho and I was looking at um, Wyoming and I was looking yeah. at some of the Western states for opportunities. And what I realized was there is no two states out of the 50 that are the same right every yeah. state is totally different their regulations are written different they don't even have the same name right nobody even has the same nobody is just game and fish or fish and game yeah. or department of conservation or you take your pick. national reese natural natural resources or whatever it's so true exactly exactly so that got me kind of thinking, like, if I'm struggling with understanding what these state agencies do, other people struggle too. And then the next progression in, in the podcast was, well, it always seems like, and I'm not picking on any podcast. I, I have Backcountry Rookies does the same thing, right? And yeah. But I'll have a guest on that has, let's say somebody went to Michigan and killed a great buck. And I have them on and suddenly that person is the expert on that state, right? Because they yep. killed a great buck and they've been there one time. And that's <laughs> not really the case. They're just a dude that killed a great buck. So in the next progression with out of state hunter, I decided I wasn't going to deal with hunters. I wasn't going to deal with any of that stuff. I wanted to have the state game agencies come on. So I bring on people from the state game agency and we talk through all of the rules, the regulations, opportunities for non-residents so that we get it straight from the horse's mouth, right? Like, cool. I'm not hearing about it from, from some random hunter. We get it straight from the game agency. So it's the most up-to-date information that's cool. out there, which has been really, really cool. I've had everybody from game wardens come on. I've had communications directors for Kentucky. I had the deputy director of their entire program that came on and, and um just really really cool to talk to some of these people and and meet people across the i don't even have to say west anymore right across the all over United the place States. yeah so it's it's been really really cool um it's a great resource and obviously things change every year you know but uh, and i'll keep it up to date but it's been a great resource up to this point it's handy well it's handy because i mean the beauty of federalism is you're keeping you know power out of a centralized federal government right we mm -hmm. love the yeah. states rights if i guess if you're a conservative fella listen to this podcast that's that's where that's yeah. where our head goes but 
The problem with it is the difficulty that that brings is every state agency, which generally does a pretty good job of managing their resources, um, although I'm sure every state would debate it and have different opinions mm -hmm. about it. But you go to that state, you have to figure out new regulations, when to draw. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are some great services out there that will help with some of the draw stuff. You know, WTA has a worldwide trophy adventures has like a tags program that they'll kind of navigate, help you navigate through it. But there's things like you, to your point, you're, you're talking about this. Oh, OLAP. Oh, was it OLAP? Anyways, the Ohio one or hunters Ask mm -hmm. access program in Michigan. Um, these are things that's like, or can you hunt on um, forest land or, you know, commercial, like what, what does that look like? And so, uh, to have someone at least trying to make sense of it all, uh, where you can go to the state that you wonder about, <clears throat> get resources. Uh, that's that's mm -hmm. a pretty good idea, especially because a lot of people that listen to this podcast are are guys who hunt in their home state and will go west or they'll go south or whatever north. They'll, they'll go somewhere, they'll hunt, and and they they have to navigate these these very same problems that you're talking about. Yeah. And I see, and I've gotten questions and messages from people uh, on social media where they, they might be a guy that hunts in Michigan and they have never even, they don't even know what opportunities are in yeah. Wisconsin or Indiana or Ohio. They have no idea because they've never really looked outside of their home state. And then they, they listen to the podcast and they're like, Oh my gosh, I didn't, I could just drive two hours like you, right? I could drive two hours and I could be in another state and I have another opportunity because I've, no, I mean, most people aren't the exceptional hunter like you are and already got two bucks on the <laughs> That's ground. That's exactly right. I've been saying that for years. Most people yeah. aren't the exceptional hunter I am. That's right. Yeah. But if they are and they do have two bucks on the ground and they're looking <laughs> for other opportunities, it could just be right across the state line. And yeah. You don't even know that that's, that's an opportunity. So, All right. We're going to take a pause here real quick and just thank a few more guys and companies that help make this show possible. First up is Vortex. We can't say it enough. We love their glass. We love their binoculars, spotting scopes, range finders, their apparel. James James is rocking a nice little hoodie here. They make awesome stuff. And if you guys are looking to make a purchase at Vortex, go over to their website and use the code TFC20 to save yourself 20% on the next purchase. That's a big, good discount. Use it. Head over there and get something. A bow makes a man. And, yeah, that's what I was told. And we're we're big fans of uh, Prime Bows. Shooting it for years. Michigan-based company. Uh, we're shooting their latest Revix series of bows. Mine's that 36 long boy. I'll generally year. take a few shots right back here and just. Yeah, yeah we, we're huge fans. Smooth, uh, great balance. Um, they're they're just go check them out. There's tons of technology. One of my favorite things that they have is their grip. Uh, space age space technology age. keeps your hand warm even when it's cold um, highly recommend go check out prime archery finally lathrop and sons boots your feet kill animals like the more you walk the more chances you have at, at getting that big buck that big elk moose whatever it is uh Lathrop and Sons have been kind of our go-to boot of choice for a while now. Um, we've put in a lot of miles, taken them all over the place. There's no leaking. It's comfortable. Stephen and James there, like, spent – they're, like, foot like, they're scientists. Ge they're geniuses. I got messed up feet, and they basically will – you know, you take an imprint of your foot. They'll look at it, look at your arch, how wide it is, how narrow, how long, and they literally build the boot around your foot. So you're not going to a box store and picking up something that you hope is going to fit your boot. These things actually – are tailor-made to your foot so they're super comfortable mine 
I could I could walk all day in them. So if if, if you're looking to and get you a have. boot, if <laughs> I have, if you're looking for a boot that's made for you and not somebody else, go check up Lake Thurman Sons. Um, it's been pretty cool. I, I really have enjoyed doing this. Like backcountry rookies is really really fun because um, I get to have on all kinds of people and I get to address lots and lots of topics. And I'm hoping to have you on that show soon to talk about your your uh, Alaska moose hunt, which I'm super pumped to hear about. So hopefully you'll come on and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. But the, um, it's just neat. It's a whole different type of, of idea, right? And it's staying, yeah. I, I, it will stay focused to just that state agency type of conversation next year, the plan. Well, next year we'll do, I'll do be doing some updates and then I'll finish out the 50 States, but I'd like to get some biologists to come on and actually talk about habitat for different species and what do they eat? Right. You hear that question a lot. Like, yeah, we'll go, you know, the, the deer are going to be where the food is. Well, what's the food. And yeah. if you're able to talk to a state, you know, a wildlife biologist from pick your state and kind of understand that environment, well, that where that animal might be living, then, even better so uh, just gives us more opportunity and more knowledge a, a, a great example of that is um i went out it, it i went out to hunt elk uh years and years ago in colorado um and i just i kept i'm like oh there'll be where food is and hard to get you know you know all the things you hear i go out there mm -hmm. and i'm hunting them as if they're deer so as if they're browsers as opposed to grazers, for example, right, right. you know? Um, and so what I ended up doing is turning up a ton of moose and an occasional mule deer and no elk because the food that I assumed that they were, uh, the food and the cover and the bedding and all the things that I assumed that they were doing based on my limit, it was my first time ever doing it, um, was totally different. Uh, the food source is not actually what whitetails eat. That's That will right. be where moose go. Uh, elk are doing something totally different. So food, even just that in itself is a, is a huge deal and a huge help. Uh, I would imagine for, for guys looking to go out of state. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's been really, really cool. The, um, some of the things that we touch on, on the show, it's like when we start off and, and this has been progressive. So if you go back and listen to some of the Western shows, yeah. you may not hear all of these topics, but as, as it's, you know, as it's grown, I've learned other things that need to be talked about. Um, first thing I talk about is geographical details of the state. And a good, a good example of that, I think is South Dakota is yeah. South mm -hmm. Dakota there. You can literally split that thing up into like four quadrants, you know, almost perfectly. And in hmm. like the Southwestern part of the state, you're going to be able to hunt deer and whatever, right. Mostly deer for non-residents. And then you get to the Eastern side of the state and it's pheasants and waterfowl and birds and, and that type of stuff. Yeah. So, um, we talk about that and the guy that I had on for that show goes into detail about what you can find in what part of the state. And if you're looking for a hunt, if you want to hunt deer, you can't as a non-resident in South Dakota, you can't do that in the Eastern part of the state. You have to look at the Western part or the black Hills. So, um, pretty cool. Those, those geographical details are really, really helpful. Yeah. Huge. And I mean, that helps with bedding that helps with mm -hmm. everything. Um, so you've done this for a year now. You're kind of rolling through it. What are some of the biggest things that have stuck out to you as you've, you know, had these folks on that aren't actually hunters or like you said, straight from the horse's mouth? 
Yeah. Yeah. So the biggest thing I, I, I mentioned it earlier was just how different every state is, right? I mean, it is, it's just completely, completely different. Yeah. Um, the East is way different than the West. If you want to split it up that way, there's a lot of great opportunity. What's different. Um, yeah. How, how do they differ? Yeah. So in the Eastern States, seasons are way, way longer. So you can, it, it, like, it, I don't know about Michigan, but we'll, let's say Ohio or, or some of those Eastern States seasons might open in September and you can hunt all the way through January, depending <laughs> yeah. on what, what you want to pick up, whether you pick up a bow or a rifle or a muzzleloader, you can hunt a, a quarter of the year. It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. In the Western States, if I want to chase deer, I might have five days. I might have seven days, whatever yeah. that license allows me to, to hunt. So there's some big differences there. Um, the number of animals that you're allowed to take is is far different also. So, you know, in the West, you're generally you're only allowed to take one animal, whatever that tag or that yeah. license permit, whatever it's called, um, allows you to take. So, well, you know, one deer, one elk, one antelope, whatever in the east there's states where you can shoot up to six deer some of yeah. them are you know shoot as many does as you want to and you can shoot a couple of bucks uh it's so there's a there's a big difference on on a lot of people just you know a lot of people will say well i'd like to shoot an elk because it fills the freezer well maybe you can't get out <laughs> west but you can go to one of these states and you, you can shoot four or five does and a buck and your freezer's pretty full at that point. It's pretty know? full. That's a lot of meat. Yeah. That is a ton of meat. So, yeah, th some of those differences. Um, cost is another thing, too. In the East, the the cost to hunt is generally far less than it is in the West. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there is a lot of difference between the two. And those are things that are different in each state also. Some states you have to buy a license and then you have to buy a permit. And if you can have multiple deer, let's say in an Eastern state, then you have to buy each one of those permits for that deer. Yeah. So you may, and some states are, you shoot one and you take that in and then they'll give you another one. Some states are, you just go to Walmart and buy as many as you want to. Right. You know, you put them all in your pocket and you can go out and <laughs> start shooting does if you want, you know? So, yeah. Um, are there states as you've done this that stuck out as like, man, if I was first starting, I would say go here because these got, you know, is there like states that are more friendly to out-of-staters? Yeah, I think so. Um, some of the ones that come to mind, Missouri is a pretty good state. Missouri, Missouri is pretty lax on the rules, not lax on rules, but there's yeah. opportunity out there. That's a much better way to say that. I yeah. Think. There's some really, really good opportunity in Missouri. Oklahoma has some good opportunity. And these are, most of these are over the counter too. So Oklahoma has some draw tags, um, but they do have a lot of over the counter opportunity. East or for Western states, um, Colorado, if you want to hunt elk, there's still no denying it. Colorado is the best opportunity for people to go to. Um, you can, if it isn't over the counter, which there's still some over the counter opportunity in Colorado it's an application and it's, you don't need any points. You just have to put in an application. Yep. There's still a few of those out there. There's, there's a ton of opportunity in Colorado if you have one or two points. Yeah. Um, and that's for deer and elk both. So, um, there is a ton of opportunity. There's other States in the West, like New Mexico. I'm from New Mexico. There is no point system. Right. So 
it doesn't matter. There's not like there's some guy that's sitting on 20 points and he's guaranteed a tag here in New Mexico. You can apply and everybody has this same chance. Well, residents have a way better chance than non-residents, right? but, But everybody has an opportunity. So there, yeah, there's, there's some really good opportunities for people that are just getting into hunting. Uh, I, I think there's some great opportunities out there. Has it changed your plans? Like now that you know this information, are you plan, <laughs> planning different states or anything like that? You got the inside scoop. Uh, I so every year my plan. I always I'm I like Western hunting just because it's close and. Um, yeah. But next year, there is a very good chance that Oklahoma is in my strategy for next year, depending on how my draw season goes here. Yeah, in, in New Mexico, and I always apply in New Mexico, Arizona, and Colorado. I have a lot of points in Wyoming. Well, not a lot, but I have enough that I could start drawing. I just yep. haven't done it yet. Um, the if if I happen to get an Idaho tag in next in a couple of days, uh, I already have an Arizona over the counter tag. They have something very similar to Idaho. So I already have that in my pocket. And if I drew an Idaho one, then I'm going into 2024 with two tags in my pocket, you know? (laughs) That doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. But yeah, things that may change is Oklahoma is really on my my hit list for next year, I think. To hunt what? Just whitetail with, I'm looking at muzzleloader whitetail. All right. Um, All right. And yeah. So one of, I have a good friend of mine that lives here in New Mexico and he goes over there every year to, to <laughs> whitetail in, in Oklahoma. So we'll see he, every, I could go every year. It's easy right. to get a license. You just go to the store. It's over the counter you buy the license and then you go hunt. But I just haven't done it yet. Cause I've always had Western tags in my pocket and it has right. Really. That's kind of been your thing for a while. You're you're a big mule muley guy, right? I, yeah, it's kind of what I prefer. I'll take an elk tag. Um, I've I've determined that I just plain suck at hunting elk. I determined <laughs> that this year <laughs> it became reality. I missed. I had two opportunities in Arizona. I missed two really good bulls with my bow. Um, just a couple stupid mistakes. And, um, and then I went on, I had a a rifle hunt here in New Mexico and I could have killed a couple of different bulls, but they were smaller and and I just didn't really need, I didn't want to shoot a small bull and they were far from the road and I was so low, you know, that situation, you know, that scenario where where you're by yourself (laughs) and you, you look at this animal and you think, man, that's like two days of packing for me to get that thing back to camp. And he's not very big. <laughs> I just right. still, I'm not, it's not there for me. And it was early in the hunt, right? So I still had like three or four days left and just yeah. decided to pass on those. But It's like uh, it's a pain to get that thing out of there. Yep. You know. Yeah. But I do like mule deer hunting. I, it's, I don't know why. I just enjoy that a little bit more, I think. I have a hunt coming up in oh, about a month, I guess, a little over a month, also here in New Mexico. So I'll be chasing mule deer with a bow. Yeah, that's pretty we'll late what go is that after yeah. the new year yeah yeah it'll be it starts it's january 1st through the 14th and i'm not 100 percent on what days i'm going yet but uh it'll be obviously sometime within that two week stretch oh sweet I think, yeah yeah yeah. i've got about eight days today so it, it, things could get a, a little and i 
say this loosely air quotes things could get a little western because yeah <laughs> that so now i have that op, that over-the-counter tag in arizona too and so if i shoot something early in new mexico we could break camp and run over to arizona and i have a license where we could hunt That's deer sweet. in arizona in january too which january deer is the rut for coos deer and if yeah. you know anything about those little coos whitetail so that's the time to do it man january is coos coos time so i'm we'll dying see. to do that i've never never hunted coos deer uh that's which just seems like so fun so much fun yeah well maybe you need to come out to arizona sometime yes and hint, we do a hint, coos deer hunt yeah i uh i strongly support that uh, i'm all about it yeah it's <laughs> yeah it's just like a cool it looks like cool i mean you're sitting there you're doing a lot of glassing you know hard to see those little buggers but uh they're mm -hmm. ruddy and they're moving around and stuff it's sweet do you do you bow hunt mostly for them or are you you got a gun guy for that so mostly i bow hunt because the over-the-counter opportunity in in arizona is in january and that's what okay. i usually do is just go over and well i i used to just go over and buy an over-the-counter tag but they changed that last year to where you had to buy the tag early and do all this stuff it used to yeah. be you just go to walmart buy your over-the-counter license and you just go hunt yeah so now they limit it and it's they made it a process to do it so um interesting but yeah archery in january is is where it's at and there's some rifle seasons too and there's a rifle season in uh i want to say august no that's archery anyway there's some late rifle seasons like october november december where you can rifle hunt them oh interesting yeah, I mean, and even just you can fly home with the whole deer in a small cooler. You, I mean, you've done that with bears and stuff. I would imagine it's even yeah. easier with a, a coos deer, you know. It is so. My first coos deer that I ever shot was I took. There was um, there happened to be a scale nearby where I could hang it and and weigh that yeah. deer, and I weighed that deer, and he was eighty three pounds. That's it. <laughs> wow. And, and I, so I had this thing hanging on the hook and I'm weighing him and I'm standing there looking at him and I kept thinking, my dog at home is 87 pounds. Like, my dog is bigger than this deer that's hanging here. So uh, they're pretty small, but man, they're, oh yeah, you could easily take one home in a small cooler. Definitely. Throw in a cooler, you know, throw the head in a backpack. Uh, Joe yeah. has done that before on, uh, one of our guys here, uh, he'll, he's flown back with just on his carry on, had a mule deer head, a small buck, yeah. but he threw it, is hanging out of his back. But you said he actually got a harder time with people giving him a hard time for shooting a small mule deer than actually getting through uh, airport security. <laughs> he's like airport security was just giving me crap about it. Yeah. Uh, which is yeah. funny, you know, <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, it's a ton of fun, man. That's one thing I do love about the Southwest is that opportunity for those. And um, down here, we have all kinds of stuff. We got bears, we've got elk, we've got deer, mule deer, coos deer, whitetails, you name it. We've got stuff out here. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Barbary sheep, that's another fun <clears throat> over the counter opportunity we have here in New Mexico. You, you can get an over the counter Barbary sheep or Audad, whatever you call them. Yeah. Um, They're so popular these days. I feel like everybody's hunting them suddenly yeah. you know they're they're all over the place which is sweet they look cool fun. they are cool i've got you probably can't see it i got a pretty good one i shot one in texas a few years ago and then there's a i may go on one i buy the tag every year just in case i i get to jump out you know for a weekend and go down and chase them i have a couple buddies that guide for them and, yeah um but i may go out next year in the like march april time frame i 
I think it's April. They're cool. That's what's so they're cool about it. Yeah, you can just go. Is there an actual season for them? They're they're invasive. So they're not. Yeah, yeah okay. there's some. There's actual season in Texas. You can hunt them whenever you want. They're they're an invasive species. So, but people people know the popularity of them in Texas too. So there's some pretty premium prices to go hunting. Yeah big ones and one of my friends is a guide in texas and they shoot monsters they shoot big barbary sheep over there man yeah so yeah you're looking for an opportunity there you go (laughs) yeah yeah there's there's those are some of those those um those animals that i'm like wanting to get a crack at but are you know it's like it's not fringe but it's just like it's not the primary you think of like elk mule deer you know moose right bear white tail it's like Coos deer and Audad are like fr- kind of fringe in that way, but they're awesome hunts and like super yeah. accessible uh, in a lot of places. Yeah, and coos deer are pretty neat too. Like I said, you can hunt them over the counter, and when you buy that over the counter license in Arizona, uh, in most units, it's any antler deer. So you can oh, cool. shoot a mule deer or you can shoot a coos deer, either one. So if you come across, you know, if you're hunting real low in the flats and you come across mule deer. There you go. You can hunt mule deer. Uh, or if you're up a little higher and you come across whitetail, then you can shoot one of those. Um, so that's that's pretty cool tag with those. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. yeah, lots of opportunity out there. And that's kind of what the out-of-state hunter, that was the purpose, man, to just let people know what opportunities are out there. Because I really think a lot of people, there's a lot of states that, that get overlooked by a lot of people they're not a popular western state or some of those eastern states that you know are known for big bucks um they're states that get overlooked and they have just a ton of opportunity for people to go and hunt and and you know enjoy their time outdoors yeah we just um we just recorded a podcast with a a guy Derek wolf um nfl player uh Mm -hmm. and um he was talking about hunting in maryland for example and I was telling him, like, so funny you said that. I, you know, when I was in British Columbia moose hunting, the guy that I was in camp with was from Maryland and just showing me the giant bucks that he hunts on the East Coast, these coastal like bucks. Yeah. Had no idea. Uh, and he started telling me about, you know, the tag breakdown over there, how, how accessible tags are and how many deer you can shoot. And it's like, dang, you know, Maryland as the destination state isn't exactly what, you know, it doesn't come to mind. But between right. that and like seek a deer and stuff, it's like, dang, like that's, that's a cool out of state hunt experience where, you know, you're, you're maybe doing your own thing. You're not going to the typical States that people talk about. Um, but I'm all about that. Like go do unique hunts, go do ones. Maybe mm-hmm. people don't do figure it out. Um, we've tried to do that. Even the places that we'll hunt, we want to go and try something new things people haven't done. And, and it's taken us to uh, cool places doing very unique things. Um, so highly recommend it. And you learn a lot that way too, about the animal itself, the species that you're hunting, the area, the people there. It's just, it's cool to do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so, um, uh, out of state hunter, this is how many, so you've done a season, a year of it. Um, you're kind of filling it in now with other information. Where do you, where do you see this headed? Yeah, so I'll finish out with the, I think I've got about 34-ish, 33, 34 episodes out there. Yeah. I'll finish out with the all 50 states. And then next year, if there's any major updates, like Wyoming is one. They just had a huge price increase on their 
on their tags. So that's something that's going to need to be addressed. Um, so I'll, I'll certainly share that kind of information. And then, like I said, uh, some of that biology stuff to bring on the wildlife biologists and talk yeah. about the animals and their habitat and, and the best places to find them related to food or, or whatever. Uh, yeah. So I, I see it going a lot of different places. Um, we just got to get there, right? One show a week is, is takes a while to, to start covering stuff. And yeah, uh, it's a lot of weeks to cover a lot of ground. <laughs> Yeah, I wish I could do more shows in a week, but with backcountry rookies and out of state hunter, there's there's plenty of podcasts going out. So. <laughs> Talking a lot in front of a lot of people. Talking a lot. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's cool. Well, hey, um, I know we're coming up on time here. Uh, just for people that are are listening, um, and and are going out of state, you know, and and want to get some of these resources. Um, obviously, I want to point them your way. Uh, so we'll get to that in a minute, but like. If I'm a guy who's just never been out of state before and I'm just starting to look into it, um, any recommendations as to where they start, even just doing the search, figuring out what to do? Sure. I Well, I, it depends on what you want to hunt, too. So if yeah. you're looking at eastern states, um, I don't know of a great resource there except for every state has a regulation. And that's you're going to be your absolute best source of information is that state regulation. So take yeah. a peek at it, um, look in there, see if there's an opportunity, look on, there's still, believe it or not, I still think forums have some good information. If mm -hmm. you sort through and don't really read a lot of, there, there's just a lot of negative comments in those, but <laughs> yeah, there's still a decent, there's still a decent resource out there. And if you know where to look, you, you can find stuff. I'll, I'll stop there. I want to stop you there for a minute. Something hilarious that I've noticed about forums. My wife, Got real big into rock slide. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's a great <laughs> any, one. Anytime she buys me a present, she's like, all right, this is this is the best one out there. And the reason I know this is because I've read through hundreds of posts on rock slide, <laughs> which is cool and kind of attractive, actually. I, you know, it does it for me. I, that's all I can say about that. My mother-in-law listens to this podcast, so I'm going to stop there. But, you know, Laura, my wife, looking at rock slide is... It's pretty cool, you know. Yeah. I still use Rock Slide quite a bit. It, it is one of the ones that I still use a lot. Um, if you're looking for elk information, Elk 101 has some stuff too. And there's plenty yeah. of information out there. You just have to know how to how to sort through it and, and to search for it. Yeah. If you're in the Western states, if you're looking at Western state stuff, there's some resources out there. I'm a Go Hunt guy. I use Go Hunt. Yep. I've used Go Hunt for years. And when I'm looking at Western states, I don't, I don't think there's a better resource to sort through any of that, any of that information, right? When it comes to species and state and, and opportunity, they have a really, really good resource. So that, that's yeah. where I would start if you're into Western states. No, that's fantastic. All right. So we got that out of the way. But like now when people are like, oh, he's going through every state. I want to yeah. listen to him talk about the state I'm headed to and then give me updates as it comes. How, how can people find you, um, find the material that you're putting out? Um, where, where is all this stuff? Yeah. So Instagram, it's <laughs> at out of state Hunter. Uh, and then the podcast is on any podcast platform. Same thing, just out of state Hunter. There's a website in the works. It's partially developed at this point. Uh, what I found was I was going through this thinking I was creating some brand new type of product and I ran across another, uh, another product that was very, very similar. 
Mm -hmm. And it actually looked very similar to what I was creating. So we kind of took a step back to see if we wanted to put another website that's just like a bunch of other ones out there or if we wanted to just leave it like it is. Um, So that's kind of where I'm at with the website. But currently everything is on podcast or it's on uh, Instagram. So. Yeah, wonderful. Well, you got a few yeah. uh, hunts lined up for the for I guess this year. I mean, it go, bleeds into twenty twenty four. It's not a bad way to round out the year. Um, not bad. I'm happy know. where I'm at right now. That's pretty. Yeah, it looks like you've had you've done well. Um, yeah, I know you're busy, so I, I appreciate you just taking the time to jump on to to check in. Like I said, we've had you on before. It's really good to have you back and um, mm-hmm. get an update. You like I said, you've you've been doing very interesting stuff. The out of state hunter is is helpful. Um, great resource stuff that we follow and check out pretty often. And so everybody who's listening, go check it out. If you're going out of state, it's worth your time. Um, get all the information you can. I'm sure Chad, if you uh, send him a message on Instagram, will respond. So sorry if that actually, you know, that's not true, Chad. Now it has to be true because I've volunteered you for it. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. (laughs) You know, so I have gotten messages on Instagram where people will will ask and they'll ask about a state that I haven't even recorded with or I haven't even looked at yet. Um, But I'm interested in that. So I could just say, well, look at the regulation, right? It's all in the regulation. But I generally will go out and I will pull the regulation and I'll do the research on it just because I'm curious about what states have to offer. Right. <laughs> That's so what's I've cool when you kind of like love what you do. Yeah. It's like not a big deal right. to do it anyways. Right. So I've done that many, many times where I've gotten people answers. Um, I had one guy, I'm trying to think of the question that he asked. Oh man, I don't even remember, but it was something to do with a podcast I had previously recorded. And I don't think he got all of the answers he was looking for. So he reached out to me and the next morning I picked up the phone and I called the, I think it was Arizona and I called Arizona game and fish and asked all of those questions and got the information that I needed for (laughs) that guy. And then I got back with him and gave him everything he needed where, um, a lot of people would just say, you know what, I don't, I'm not real sure what the answer is, but here's Game right. and Fish, call them. Uh, instead, I, I kind of, I don't know, it's just an opportunity for me to learn something new. Yeah, it's I so take cool. That opportunity. No, yeah. it's so cool. I, I appreciate you doing that. The work that you're doing is cool. Everybody go check them out. Um, Chad, thanks again for your time um, and for just checking in. Uh, good, to, good to see you again for sure. Yeah, thanks, man. And hopefully we get you on the, the Backcountry Rookies podcast soon. Yeah, anytime. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. If you want to go on to any kind of social media platform, give us a like, share, subscribe. You know, it really helps us out, keeps the train rolling. And if you guys really like what you're listening here, give us a five-star Either way, if, even if you don't like it. Even if you don't like review. it, five stars. That'd helps everyone cool. out. We'll see you out there.